1: welcome to another podcast in the series highlighting positives in every sector and every level to inspire motivate and excite people everywhere my name is keisha hill and welcome to impacting jamaica the american friends of jamaica is a not-for-profit organization that is dedicated to supporting jamaican charitable organizations and social initiatives working to improve the lives of Jamaicans through systematic development in the areas of education, healthcare, and economic development. Joining us today is Karen Chung, Executive Director of the AFJ. She will tell us about the organization's legacy of philanthropy dedicated to the people of Jamaica. Miss Chung, thank you for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. Thank you for having me, Keisha. All right. Uh, When was the American Friends of Jamaica formed and how is it governed? You know, the American Friends of Jamaica was founded in
2: 1982 by Americans who love Jamaica and a handful of Jamaicans who want to see it prosper. The organization has created a legacy of philanthropy dedicated to the people of Jamaica over the years. We are governed by a board of 17 esteemed individuals who oversee our financial and operational goals. We are privileged to have on our board all the former US ambassadors who have served in Jamaica. Our program analyst who is located here in Jamaica reports on all programmatic work biannually. So we get a report on how our funds are being spent and how much impact we're making. And it is presented to the board biannually. Our work is deeply rooted in accountability and transparency.
1: Okay, that is really good to hear. From 1982, that is about uh, 39 years. Yes, it is. We are celebrating our 40th year in 2022,
2: so we're very excited about that.
1: Okay, that is fantastic. And you've mentioned that uh, the Board of Governors, if you want to call it that, are all former U.S. ambassadors and these would include, uh, for example, Ambassador Sukhov. She's also involved there.
2: That is correct. And let me just correct that. It's, we're not, there are 17 board members, which includes all the former US ambassadors to Jamaica since its founding. So we do have other people with, uh, with an interest, with a uh, vested interest in Jamaica who are on our board. So it is a mix of the former US ambassadors and others who love Jamaica.
1: Okay, fantastic. How has the organization helped to improve the lives of Jamaicans? And what are your main focus areas?
2: So the AFJ assists Jamaican charities in the areas of education, healthcare, and economic development. For nearly 40 years, over 16 million U.S. dollars have been awarded to grantees across the island. Since the pandemic, our focus has been on COVID-19 relief with the distribution of essential PPE, medical equipment, vaccinations, and food packages to disadvantaged communities. We've supported primary education in the wake of the pandemic through tablet distribution very early in the pandemic as well.
1: Okay, so those are really some exciting initiatives that the American Friends of Jamaica has been spearheading, especially in the coronavirus pandemic that we've almost had for two years. Now, with Jamaica's economy declining by 2.3%, during the first quarter of 2020 compared to 2019. How has the AFJ continued its commitment to improving economic development to combat these challenges?
2: Well, um, returning the society to stable normality has been a priority for the AFJ during the pandemic. By getting people back to work, and reigniting commerce, the AFJ has enabled people in communities to move around safely. We have vaccinated 4,250 people through the vaccination sites we have set up across the island to date. We have also supported distance learning in the pandemic by presenting uh, 520 tablets. So. Our collaboration with the Ministry of Health and Wellness, the Diabetic Association, the National Health Fund, the Southeast Regional Health Authority, and the private sector vaccination initiative and Jamaica National Foundation has been positive and productive.
1: Okay, fantastic. You've mentioned some partners. But I would love for you to elaborate on some of your strategic partnerships, because I understand that you also have fundraisers. And I've seen, uh, based on your annual report, that you have persons who uh, give to the organization as well. So can you tell us some more about your strategic partnerships?
2: Um, Keisha, I would say anyone with an uh, or strategically, we try to connect with people who have an interest in Jamaica, who are passionate about making change and transforming Jamaica. So even these recent collaboration with the Ministry of Health and Wellness, the Diabetic Association, etc. those are part of our strategic um, plan for our organizations to engage and 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 get support and collaboration from organizations that are aligned with our mission and who can aid us to get to deliver our our goals in an effective and
1: successful way. Okay, great to hear. What are some of your objectives or what were some of your objectives for 2021? You mentioned um, the vaccination initiative, You mentioned the tablets in schools. Uh, Were there any other projects that you were part of that you'd like to mention?
2: Um, We also facilitated funding for a project downtown that is quite near and dear to my heart, which is the Kingston Creative, the arts program. Because during the pandemic, especially early on, artists were totally put to, their, their, their work was put on standstill. And uh, we were able to secure a grant where artists were able to apply for grant funding, uh, not just in Jamaica actually, but across the region. And I believe each artist got somewhere in the range of uh, either 3000 or $5,000 US dollars, which was very helpful during the pandemic. So that is one of the initiatives that we're very proud that we were able to work with Kingston Creative to execute in an effective way.
1: Okay, fabulous, because Kingston Creative has been doing some great work, especially in downtown Kingston. Uh, That district has been transformed.
2: It's beautiful to see, and I'm so excited about it. I think it has so much promise for so much more.
1: Right, and it is great that the American Friends of Jamaica has partnered with. Kingston Creative, we actually now look forward to more exciting artwork. Have you uh, been on the, any of these walks to see some of these um, paintings? Oh,
2: I certainly have, Keisha. I actually, on our website, there's a video uh, of me walking the, I think it's Water Lane, and yes. looking at the murals with the Kingston Creative um, Executive Director, Andrea, Dempster Chung. So I have been down there and I was quite delighted to see the work and um, see all the opportunities that um, Kingston Creative has created down there for for artists.
1: All right. Sounds very good. All right. So with regards to the Tablets in Schools initiative, you, you mentioned 500 and 20, is this across the island or in just one specific area?
2: That distribution occurred just right after the pandemic hit, and that distribution was in collaboration with Seprod Foundation, and they were distributed across the island. We used data from the Ministry of Health, I'm sorry, with the Ministry of Education to identify the schools that were most in need and the students most in need of uh, of the technology, of the equipment, to continue distance learning, so that was very effective as well.
1: Okay, fabulous. All right, so Miss Chung, we are going to take a break now to hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Manpower, I
2: bet you never know what you're doing.
1: See what we do. welcome back to impacting jamaica we are speaking with karen chong executive director of the american friends of jamaica miss chong thank you for staying with us on impacting jamaica thank you so much for having me um, keisha
2: it's a pleasure to be here
1: okay fantastic uh, in 2020 right The AFJ distributed its largest sum of grants in both value and quantity since its founding. What has been the impact of your grant distribution?
2: So you are correct. We distributed our highest value of grants during a pandemic Um, and we're quite proud of that. The breakdown of grants distributed over this period um, were 24 grants in education, nine in healthcare, and nine in economic development and other. Um, We also continue to oversee the completion of the Chaperton Hospital renovation project. Um, Through our discretionary grants program, Our annual grants are an important part of our work. We evaluate each organization and their project to prioritize the highest need and impact. Our grantees do so much great work throughout Jamaica and the funding allows them to take their work to the next level. We have supported schools, hospitals, career training programs, and many more through our discretionary grants program.
1: Okay, that that really sounds great though. It means that um, your stakeholders are very interested in Jamaica's education and its economic development. Now, the AFJ has been highly supportive of charities in Jamaica, and it is time again for local charities to apply for grants. So, tell us how can people, groups, or organizations apply and receive grant funding?
2: Well, I'm so happy to share with you because you know last year during 2020, our organization did not open the discretionary grant cycle because of all the uncertainties given the the pandemic. So we're really excited to resume the AFJ's grant cycle in 2021. It is now open for applications and we're encouraging potential grantees to visit theafj.org backslash grants to learn more about our grant distribution and to apply. Applications close on Friday, February 4th, 2022. Yes, the deadline is Friday, February 4th, 2022. Notifications will be sent to grantees in March, and the awards will be presented in April 2022. So please reach out to, the, to our email uh, if you have any questions. And the email address is grants at theafj.org. Any questions, please email grants at theafj.org. We look forward to supporting some really uh, impactful and really far-reaching projects this year. And we're looking forward to a nice batch of um, applications.
1: Okay, that sounds great as well. It uh, seems as if uh, you're going to be going all out for the 2021-22 20, season.
2: Yes, we sure are. We sure are looking forward to supporting uh, many programs.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to try and zero in a little bit because I want the persons who are listening to, you know, um, understand how the process works. And I also want them wanting to tell me what are the areas of focus, if, if you can say at this time, um, so persons can decide whether or not they want to be a part of the grant funding that you'll we'll be offering.
2: So our mission is to support programs in education, healthcare, and economic development. I encourage uh, anyone interested in applying to go to our website to look at the list of criteria. But I'll give you a general sense on what's required. Um, organizations must be registered with the Jamaica Charities Act We do require that financials are presented, that there be an accountable board in place. And as I said before, that the project is aligned with our mission in either education, healthcare, or economic development. For more details on what's required and the application itself, please go to uh, theafj.org backslash
1: grants. With us today was Karen Chung, she is the Executive Director of the American Friends of Jamaica. Ms. Chung, thank you so much for giving us the insight and information about the American Friends of Jamaica and how persons can now apply to receive grant funding for their upcoming projects. We appreciate
2: the opportunity, uh, Ms. Hill, and certainly appreciate the time you've taken to, uh, to, to help us spotlight our annual grant cycle.
0: Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Caramed, and Proven Investments Limited.